Uh, let's talk. Let's let's get started. Are we recording? We are. Go, Gogs, go. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is the final week of Thanksgiving, or the Thanksgiving, or Thanksgiving. There we are. And we watched <laughs> Penitentiary 3. And <laughs> the most insane. Let me tell you something. I've never watched. <laughs> I've there's like this is like the most A to B movie you could ever like like pitch and then they just they but just it, it, it divergent go, twists. Yeah, it goes through numbers to get to B. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, it's it like yeah, it's A to B, but I, it went through like Cyrillic. Like it's like te- it doesn't I texted TJ while I was like, this is the distillation of movie the podcast. <laughs> like in one movie, it's like the scene in PCU where he's like Hackman and Kane in the same movie. This is my thesis. Like this <laughs> yeah, is I don't my know thesis. This, this hardly qualifies as a film. This is this is up there with land shark oh this is like almost not a movie oh no 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 this has like so no no this isn't on that level because this is actually made with a lot of like like somebody was very passionate about this movie it's just fucking insane it's it was made by a crazy person like i don't know i can't wait to talk about this movie i i was enthralled and uh the fact that I only could—I don't know if you guys watched the the Plex I watched on YouTube. I watched on YouTube. YouTube version was like 240p tops, and it it's made like, it even what was better. the other movie we watched on YouTube where it had the the fucking? It was like, the Eddie Furlong film, I believe. No, uh, no, that but, was we watched that on Russian Locker. You watched that on Are You or whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, it was. Was it The Punisher? Maybe I don't know. It was it was some movie that we we watched strictly on YouTube. Exclusively about watching YouTube. it on YouTube is you can go one and a half times speed. You could, uh, I couldn't. I didn't do that. think about that. I tried. And the ninety-minute movie only took an hour. See, I couldn't get it to work. I thought that I thought it had to be up to a certain Fuck. quality. I hit the options and it wouldn't let me do it. Yeah, but then no, you miss all. You miss all the get up two sweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get yeah that the worst corner man in the he world says, get up too sweet and guts like oh my god i can't wait to talk oh, about that inner, inner mon which sounds a lot like enema yeah in that in a, in in a, oh, oh my in god all right anyway before we get into penitentiary three revenge yeah. of penitentiary two uh yeah. what did you all watch this week uh sean never sean oh, ever goes first uh i watched well first of all i want to give a big shout out to boski for sending me the and i didn't even know this existed the melvin van peebles essential criterion collection yeah i saw your post that was awesome yeah which came with sweet sweet back and watermelon man and the story of a three-day pass and don't play as cheap and a bunch of featurettes and it fucking rules and alec you rule you guys are awesome i love all of you um, I get it. we the, get contact rules and we didn't even do anything. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys send a lot of shit too. Like, I feel like I'm at like some fucking remote outpost that I'm getting care packages occasionally. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, you're like Kurt Russell in the the thing, <laughs> right? Uh, the only thing I watched, I watched, um, because I needed to calm down from power bombing the dogs and shadow boxing <laughs> after watching uh, Penitentiary <laughs> Three. Was I watched the first episode of Chainsaw Man, which oh did the hell calm yeah. down. And now I'm gluing chainsaw blades to all my dogs. Yes. Oh, I'm that glad shit you like it. rules. Um, it's so good, right? It's a, and I just watched the first episode, and like oh, I don't know so if I'm better. just if I'm just slapping my the problem is capitalism card on this, like I do everything else and just try to mash it into some leftist treatise. No, but I think it, it kind of is. It definitely um, is. 
it does a way better job than I think any other uh, anime. And I haven't read the books, obviously, because we we understand how I feel about reading. Um, of establishing what's going on in the world and why you should care about these people in about 10 minutes. Like, yeah. it does not dick around with, like, I'm like, okay, I'm already invested in this person, like, immediately. Yeah, it's fantastic. It doesn't, and and as you continue, right, like, I'm not going to yeah. spoil anything because I've read all the comics, too. I'm, like, up to date on the comics. Yeah. So, like, it is, by definition, a shonen manga, right? Yeah. And shonen is, yeah, like, like, Naruto or One Naruto Piece. Naruto or Dragon yeah. Ball or Fist of the North Star. It's that, that singular, like, Rise of a Hero fight anime type thing. But the thing is that, that those shows and those mangas are, by definition, decompressed. Super decompressed, yeah. You know, there's a joke, there's an old Dragon Ball Z joke where... Frieza throws an energy ball in the in the middle of Namek, and he's like, "In ten minutes, the planet will explode." That ten minutes lasted for like thirteen episodes, and the inverse Chainsaw Man is like super quick. And I won't get any more into that. Like as you get into the story, you're gonna be like, "Wait, what? That just that's it? Like that? It's over? Like it's wild? And it's so fucking good and crazy." I, I think because like they establish he's like. I don't want anything special. I just want to eat. Like I have and this much money boobs. to get me through these days. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to feed my dog some toast and jelly. And like, I don't know. It's very relatable. Yeah. Uh, strong recommend. And the theme song goes incredibly hard. Right. Yeah. The theme song <laughs> yeah. goes impossibly hard. It's, it's like right so up there good. with the, the pride FC theme song. Like, uh, but yeah, that's yeah. all I watched. I, uh, I said it to Gogs a bunch of times. Cause I've watched, I've watched a bunch of episodes with Gogs, but you know, if it was on a regular streaming service and not the Plex and that little skip intro, yeah. you know, just break the TV. No, no, yeah. we're not skipping this fucking intro. Uh, I find it weird that uh, Kenny Pickett wears uh, the Tommy Maddox number keeps fucking me up, but that's <laughs> by the by. Uh, oh, yeah, they're playing tonight. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, this fucking dog shit game. Alec. Ugh. Um, <clears throat> I watched a couple of things. Alec, are you sick? Couple of things. No, I got these new earbuds that I'm trying. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, unless you count the fact that I'm down with the sickness. Wow. The next time we see Alec, he's gonna have those like fucking snake bite piercings. <laughs> Ow, you're yeah, crazy, I'm, I'm starting to work on my uh, my Randy Orton sleeves. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, Just Alec, by really the way, you, you, you got uh, conscripted into going by Midnight Thud. That's your oh, new yeah. nickname. That's right. Alec, the next time we see Alec, he's just going to do that, like, he's going to stand on his couch and do that, like, Randy Orton pose. <laughs> <laughs> your voice is calling. Oh, God. Um, that rocks. So I watched uh, two movies, a special, and a TV show. God, uh, I think I know what the special it's like, is. It's like an EGOT. <laughs> special is the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it's like forty minutes long. Perfect, and it's and like now, a good addition to the Marvel universe, and it advances their story just a little bit. But also, it's not like earth shattering or anything like that. It's a really fun little story. And I understand now that GoBots are canonical to the MCU. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> GoBots are canonical, as are uh, Stacy was mad watching it because 
they go to what's it, Grauman's Chinese theater. Yeah. And there are people dressed as the Avengers there. And she's like, but in like our reality, it's people dressed as movie characters. So are the Avengers movie characters? I, well, that's a good question. That is, I would yeah. also be I was, upset I was, by that, I was to be honest. fighting really hard to work my way around that, but I couldn't. Well, to, to be fair, well, it's it's the Kevin Smith paradox all over again. Remember, well, like, is well, like Mallrats canonically a movie in the Mallrats universe? Well, no, but but hold on. In the in the Hawkeye TV show, he went to like an Avengers musical, so like you could extrapolate that there are movies based on their adventure. You know what I mean? Oh, like, kind of like in uh, like in the Boys. Yeah, they have like the the Dawn it, of the Seven. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've never explicitly come out and said it, but like, I feel like. There would be in that, you know, yeah, like, just, mean, like, Ms- just like in the boys, the boys Ms. is a Marvel, good example. And uh, Miss Marvel, they have like Avengers Con, like a huge convention. Oh, well, there and, you uh, go. Ant- Ant-Man's there promoting his Ant-Man. podcast. There you go. That's, that's just it. That's that's exactly it. So, yeah, I think they probably would be. I, if if nothing else, they were they are. Well, no, that I was going to say they're celebrities, but that goes against my point. Because no, they have to dress yeah. up like a uh, British Bobbies outside of Man's <laughs> there's, there's a there's just a funny there's a funny scene where there's somebody dressed like Captain America, and Mantis just like runs up to him and knocks him down. She's like Steve. Nah. <laughs> understand that? Uh, That's awesome. That is an actor. It's really got, funny, and her and uh, her and Batista, her and Drax, just like. Have such oh, good chemistry. The yeah, best. they should get married for real. Um, Next, it, have you seen her without the makeup? She is a smoke show. Yeah, Tom Clementi or whatever her name is. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is not hard to look at. Yeah, she sounds like some kind of kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, the two movies I watched. There were two Shutter movies. Hell yeah! We got uh we got AMC Plus for a week for right. a free trial. And Shutter was included on that, and I learned that Shutter is spelled D D E R, not T T E R, like I thought it was the whole time. No, it's and Shutter. Didn't understand why like, it was scary. called Shutter for horror movies. Now yeah. it makes more sense. Makes mm-hmm. way more sense. Shutter um, is the best. I love Shutter. Two movies we watched were Anna and the Apocalypse. Not I, heard, I heard that was good. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's very much in the mix. It's kind of a blend. Between like Shaun of the Dead and Warm Bodies, kind of. Okay. I like both of those movies. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's like it's very lighthearted, but it also has some really like dark, uh, depressing scenes to it too. But uh, you do love Apocalypse, and it's uh, it's kind of a musical. Like they sing through it and stuff, um, which is right up my alley. Uh, but I like that. I thought it was good. That's been out for a few years. The other movie we watched on there is called Slashback. The Quest um, for Identity? Which just came out. Uh, what did you say, Sean? No, that, that Sega game, Flashback, The Quest for Identity. Anybody? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I know. I, I remember. Okay. <laughs> well, this is Flashback, not Flashback. Same people oh, that okay. made Out of This World. Hell yeah. Um, This is a movie about in um, an Inuit fishing town, like right at the top of the Arctic Circle, or right at the okay. bottom, I guess, right on the Arctic Circle, um, and these four girls that live there, and there's an alien that 
comes kind of like and tries to take over the town, kind of like the thing. Mm, okay. um, and these four girls have to fight it and defeat it. I thought it was really good. I'm sold. It sounds cool. Shit. Absolutely beautiful. Um, it's shot really well. It's like crisp. The scenes, the like nature scenes and stuff are great. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. And it was only like an hour and a half, I think. Uh, the performances aren't great, but they literally cast like the entire movie from this real town uh, right on the Arctic Circle. Is it, where, is I it forget a, the name of it. A better uh, version of 30 Days of Night. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I never saw that. Oh, okay. But yes. You can okay, that uh, one. Awesome. I have a question um, for Alec. Alec, may I ask Alec? a question? To Alec. Yeah. What movie was it that turned you around on horror movies? Because I remember when we started the podcast, you were either indifferent or did not care for horror movies, kind of full stop. And now it seems like you're a lot more receptive to them. So I'm curious, like, if there's a specific thing that we're like, oh, this is, I like this. Um, I don't know. I want to say maybe, like, Get Out. Okay. Uh, yeah, because that came out before Quiet Place. Did they come out like at the same time? They came around. I think well, they were they're pretty close. Pretty close to each other. Probably those. So I think I saw Get Out first, though. But like, probably Get Out, just because it was like it's a horror movie, but it's not really a horror movie. It's it's like a suspense film. Yeah, like a psychological yeah. thriller, but yeah. also it is horrifying. Um, I would say probably that and a Quiet Place because okay, both of those movies like came out of nowhere and they were both directed by like comedians who made these great horror movies and it's like oh because i think the first one i remember you like loving that i was really surprised was apostle the gareth movie. oh yeah yeah that was oh yeah that one was really good didn't yeah. you liked uh trained basan too i remember that one was was yeah i've always i don't, I don't zombie I don't movies really... you like though right yeah i yeah, guess zombie i don't really, really, I don't really consider horror zombie movies horror movies they're more like most of the action. Like action movies. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Did you ever um, see It Follows, Alec? No, I didn't. It's something I feel that, like you might like that. It's yeah, been it's on my good. Netflix, like my watch list for like probably five years and just it, never, never get around to it. You've also turned a corner on Westerns now, if memory serves. Yeah. Uh, not well, specifically far. Young Guns. Young Guns and Tombstone, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing I watched was a show we got Peacock and I don't know if the deal is still available, but we got it. We ordered it Friday and you can get it for 99 cents a month for a year for black Friday. I don't know if they were running that for a few days or not, but it paid for itself for the whole year on Saturday, just watching the survivor series. Mm. Um, but they have a show on there that we really are enjoying called killing it. Um, it stars Craig Robinson. He's really the only famous actor in it. Um, there's an Australian actress who was in love, who's been in some other stuff. She's in it too. Um, but I, I find it like really funny. It's uh, Craig T. Robinson is like a down on his luck entrepreneur who's trying to raise money to start a saw palmetto farm so he can make uh prostate drugs. <laughs> okay. Or prostate supplements to help people pee better because he has prostate problems and wakes up in the middle of the night. Um, and he can't raise the money. So he ends up partnering up with this woman to kill pythons because the state of Florida pays a bounty for each python that gets turned in. Oh, yeah? 
Apparently. I don't know. I mean, in this thing. universe. Oh. No, it was no. a real thing. Sean, in real you life. can't turn at in your 24 inch pythons. <laughs> it was a thing in real life, at least for a little while. I don't know if it still is. But people would buy, like, Python, Burmese pythons, and then just release them into the swamps when they got too big. And oh, they have, no natural, a they have no, no natural predators, and they would just well, be they, gigantic. They also had a problem with every time there's a hurricane, it blows through one of those, like, snake houses, and shit just gets <laughs> loose. It happens, like, all the time. I just imagine, like, a big gust. It's, it's like a fucking cartoon down, down here. Like, it's like a legit, like, Wiley Coyote shit happening 24-7. It's literally like the fucking, those, like, the, the fake, like, the canned snakes. To, like, yeah, just they pop out, yeah. <laughs> well, it's called Killing It, and, like, we both love it. I think it's really good. Especially for, like, a Peacock original. Like, most of those is it Peacock like a, shows don't is it do a like lot a, like a single cam, like an office or a Parks and Rec or like a Modern Family type setup? No. Like a real it's like, sitcom? It's like a, it's like a multi-cam sitcom. Okay. Pretty much. But it also it's dark and they cuss like crazy because it, it may as well be like an AMC show or like an HBO show. Nice. I guess Peacock can do whatever the hell they want. If yeah. They can, it, right? they can let it go. Um, Well, that's all I watch that I can think of. I feel like I'm missing something, but oh well. I'll save it for next week if I think of it. Uh, Gogs. I ended up watching a bunch of shit. Uh, bunch unfortunately. Of shit? Like a lot of it's real bad because AJ was sick over the holidays. So me and him just hunkered down and like watched yeah. things. Uh, so here we go. Uh, let's start with let's start with good and work our way down. Uh, I watched Sin City. That still holds up. Uh, really like. To I think most that. of the people yeah. in that movie are probably at their premium hotness. Like everyone in that movie is hot. Uh, it, Everyone's hot. That movie's great. Uh, <laughs> Who's hotter, Clive Owen or Jessica Alba? Legit question. In that movie, I feel like I want to say Clive Owen just because I aspire to look like that. You know what I'm Clive saying? Clive Owen like, is so fucking good in that movie. You know who's not phoning it in that movie? Bruce Willis is not phoning yeah, it in yeah, that movie. He does really good in that, and like I love the. I I mean I have a real soft spot in my heart for that movie because like yeah same. It, I feel like the. Like, I have my problems with Robert Rodriguez, but he really, I think he, like, peaked at that movie because, well, like... He, I think he got it. The the way he committed to, I don't know, the thing is, like, he committed to making it the, the comic, like, exactly, yeah. but, like, he understood the source material, unlike uh, Zack Snyder. So, like, some of his, like, recreations look so cool. Like, like when, especially when it came out, because you never really saw anything like that well, before. The like, difference is, the difference is, Sin City's not deep. You know no, what I mean? It no, is exactly what it is. So, like, it doesn't matter. They There's were. nothing, exactly. Yeah, then we let them off the hook. If anything, like, and I, I still love Sin City, but, like, yeah. it, it is a... It is a child's version of like film noir, but I kind of yeah. oh, love it. Is, it. it is like heavy handed, like it is oh. just like it is like laying it on so thick, but it works. But it's like, awesome. Like it, yeah, it, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so much. Brittany fun. Murphy is so hot in that movie. She oh. died. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah. <laughs> What's I'm saying? Everyone like, in that movie's hot. I love. That I hot. love. Uh, it's a drop line, but it's one of my favorite. Well, first of all, Benicio del Toro. Everybody looks super weird in that movie because they yeah. have like all the guys anyway because they have all that weird facial prosthetics and like prosthetics, yeah. drawings. But like, she's she's antagonizing antagonizing him, 
And she's like, I got the whole whatever, like the basketball team of Sin City is or whatever. Yeah. And he goes back to his friends and he goes, I'm no racist. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I, I no racist. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Who is like, the, what is the um the one hooker with the blue eyes where her eyes are color corrected? She's like intensely hot. Who is that? She is from she is from that Gilmore Girls oh, show. Yeah, Alexis. She's something. one of the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, she's very yeah. pretty. Yeah. yeah, she is smoky. Also, yeah, everyone say like, everyone in the movie's hot. Also, I, I said like two days ago that all new cars look like electric razors. Like I use that line yeah. constantly. It yeah. might be the best line in the comic book. Also, that it's still dope. like it's still cool to me how that movie even got made. Like he shot that that scene like in a garage with, or something, right? Josh, it was Josh Hartnett, and I forget. The oh actor. yeah, yeah. He the shot that by, scene yeah. as like a proof of concept, and went to Frank Miller and been like, "Look at this." Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then he's like, can I direct something? And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? And doesn't Tarantino <laughs> direct the scene too? I think the, the, the car scene. A weird, um, like, fucking... Argento yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, well, like, I, I really want to rewatch that movie. Now. I was telling, I was telling TJ, Sam Rockwell plays one of the thugs in that movie. Like, he has like the, like, Nick Offerman's the spirit. Never mind. But like, the movie's, the movie's a lot of fun. The spirit's um, not as good. No. Spirit, is not, Spirit is not as good as Dark Exorcist. <laughs> we we found out the hard way about the that Spirit. One. However, another movie where everybody's impossibly hot. Like they the are all impossible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All all Listen, the women named after movie. various. I, would, fonts. I might have gone into that movie with higher hopes than Sin City. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, was it looked so cool, that. and I had seen <laughs> Sin City. I was like, this should be awesome, and it's yeah. not. And that uh, Gabriel Mock was so bad, I think they killed him. Like, I've never seen him in anything else. <laughs> yeah, what happened to that guy? Also, know, uh, if we want to talk about mediocre Samuel Jackson performances, stay tuned to what I watched. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, Did well, back watch... to my big list. Did you watch Formula 44? No. Oh. Got anything else, guys? Oh, a lot. You go ahead. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, so then that was the best thing I watched. Then followed that up with Elf. I like that movie. Uh, Tim and Eric billion dollar movie. I like that movie. Oh my god, uh, that movie is so fucking funny. Like, that movie's so fucking bizarre. It's uh, so fucking weird. The, then now we're starting the, to get the, the, the bread restaurant they go to. Oh fuck! What was they it only called? serve bread. I forget. All I can think of is the shrimp temple, and it just freaks me out. Um, that's a good boy right there. Look at this boy. Um, oh, I love that fucking movie. So now we're getting into like the questionables. I rewatched Hellraiser three. Uh, that movie is a lot of fun, but it really starts to fall off the rails. And then I dip my toes into some other Hellraiser movies to remind myself how bad they are. We won't get into that. Uh, I also watched uh, Screamers, which the, is a movie. The that, Peter Weller movie? The Peter Weller movie that they yeah. try and really, like, they really, I forgot. I thought it was just a movie about, like, little Based underground robots that killed you. Who? Uh, Philip K. Dick. There you go. There you go. Um, it's. I, it's a movie that I thought was just about like underground electronic tremors, but it's really they lay down like almost a red faction level of like uh minor versus corporation civil war uprising backdrop that I forget them leaning into so much in that film. Uh Peter Weller is really good at Robocop because he is wooden and <laughs> he is not a good actor. Weirdly enough, uh, more about Peter Weller later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then uh, the I, last I used to, dogs. Did you ever get that movie mixed up with Trancers or Trancers: The Return of Jack Death? Because I used to do that all the time. 
know what is either of those. I don't know what either of those are. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's a movie called Transfers about a guy named Jack Duff. There's also okay, a movie well, called Scanner Cops that has nothing to do with scanners. I'm gonna have to look have to do with cops. It yeah. does have to do with cops. A cab, especially scanner cops. And <laughs> the last thing I watched was a movie that I feel like is like it's like children of men for idiots. I watched Babylon AD. Oh, the uh, movie where he's got my tattoo. He's got your tattoo on his neck. Oh, shit. Sean has a copy of Screamers on DVD. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, this isn't even Screamers. This is the sequel, Screamers, The Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Some, the ba- Babylon AD. Not oh, the Babylon Babies? Movie. Yeah, not the best Vin Diesel film. Uh, by a long shot, and uh, but it does have a cool missile launcher, if I recall. It has a cool missile launcher. Like, there's <laughs> elements of this movie. I'm like, that's kind of dope. And the rest of it's like, this is real. This is real dumb. And that's most <laughs> it, of it. Most of the movie it, is real dumb. I don't know if you said this or not while I was getting my Screamer sequel, but it is based on a French comic book, I believe, which is called. It Babylon feels like maybe. that. It feels yeah. like it would be based on a French comic book. Yeah, um, I feel like every movie based on a French comic book is trash because I'm, I'm immediately well, Snowpiercer, that, that Valerian movie. Snowpiercer is a French comic book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so so, oh. so is Tintin. Well, you know right. another, is that, or is that French? That is. Oh no, that's like that's some other weird white. I don't. You know, remember. It's an, another bad uh, French comic book adaptation. Old. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Gross. Tintin's good. Um, Any, has anybody seen that animated Steven Spielberg Tintin? No, but we've talked about it ten thousand times. I fucking ride or die for that movie. It fucking rocks. Do, do you know the preceding question to whenever that movie comes up? Mm. What is the last movie Steven Spielberg made that anybody liked besides Ready Player One? Yeah, it's that. <laughs> it was really good. I really <laughs> liked it. That's that's everything. That's that was my deep dive. I'm not going to talk about Hellraiser Debtor. Or Hellraiser, Hell World. Dogs, because... we need to just do. We need to just do like a one-off show, maybe where we just do every Hellraiser movie because I feel like you've seen them enough. I've seen so many of them, and I go back to some of them. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's this one. TJ, what was that show you used to do sometimes with those guys where it was like they would do a whole horror franchise and they would do the entire oh, show in a day, and it was like nine hours long. What was the name of their show? Shit, I forgot. That was a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, Instant I actually kill or some shit like that. I can't remember, but yeah, I was at. One of the things. Oh, instant they, screaming! Instant screaming. Good yeah. title. Um, but they they did like all of the the the, the uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, they watched them all at once, and then they did the show. And I I don't know how you do that's that. A, that's too much. I did one episode where we did uh, Future Kill, which is pretty cool, and we did um, Hardware. Future, Future Kill is a terrible movie, but it was a lot of fun to watch. And then yeah, Hardware. Yeah. And that was just two movies, and that that even felt like a lot, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like, but you know, Gogs and I have done a couple double ups, and they're not the easiest. I mean, no, honestly, it's, I know it's it, nice to spend time with you. I have a yeah. little lizard brain, and I would have a hard time like really deep diving into like more than one movie at a time. You know what I mean? Like, it, it would be tough because I forget very fast. And I mean, I but, uh, ju- like I just watched this movie last night. Like, I you know. <laughs> Anyway, but all right. that's everything I watched. But real quick, before I before I cede my time to TJ, also <laughs> shout out to Alec for the Criterion collection of Ooh, uncut gems. Very nice. I can't wait to dig into all these special features. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Still do. Will hey, always love yeah. this movie. Alex, Criterion, Criterion super clutch this week. Criterion Alec is just that. killing it. 
Wait, yeah, I thought no need to hire me to do the cover. I can do it. That cover is trash. I don't know. Dude. They need to hire the Rush Hour Blu-ray cover artist. It's like just, it's like it's like got that like sort of prismatic uh, shit going on. It looks like the opal. Okay. It's how I win, Kate. Wouldn't it be cool if it was like a drawing though, or a painting? Like, I mean, probably. But uh, you're just trying to push for you to get the. the I thing. mean, hire Sean Phillips. They had they he's done a bunch of their covers. Like, hire Sean Kemp. Who is Hell oh, yeah, hire Sean Kemp. <laughs> The, Ooh, shout out Sean, Sean Kemp, Kemp. The basketball player. I <laughs> thought he was talking about an artist for a second. Anyway. No, shout out Sean Kemp, the first person I, to get a I, cocaine I, habit and get fat. <laughs> well, Artie Lang. That's, that's, that's all I got. Already fat. That's true. He just got fatter. All right, TJ. Who's left? Oh, that's your left, TJ. Uh, I watched a couple of things. Uh, I watched Satoshi Khan's Perfect Blue. Hell yeah. On Shutter. Is it, that the new, the 4K resto? You know, I'm not sure. It looked r- super clean, um, yeah. but I'm not sure. It's hard to tell sometimes with animation. Well, you like, should be able to tell, because I think the only version neither of us have ever seen is like a fucking old DVD. beta rip. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Yeah, I have the I have like an old DVD of yeah. it somewhere, but uh, Perfect Blue is like one of the best animated movies ever made. Um, and uh, take a shot if TJ talks about how much he likes storylines where like reality is blurred and like that's this whole movie. It's about paranoia and it's about um, obsessive fandom and it's about like not under like how to how can I put this? It's about like trying to live up to like pressures that you put on yourself. And yeah, it's wild. It's a very good movie. It's one of the best. As far as like movies, it's it's, it's, it's a self fulfilling prophecy of failure. Like yeah. it's yeah, hot take. Satoshi Kon's the best animation director ever, and yeah, you, you can just yeah take that Miyazaki he, you prick. He's incredible, and I mean yeah. you know R.I.P. But the the thing is like uh, I'm glad he died before he sucked. <laughs> Perfect Blue is is probably like I would say. I mean, and we we watched uh, a fair share of this in his other film or one of his other films, Paprika. Paprika. Yeah. But like I think that Perfect Blue does a better job at like you as the audience have like you start to lose you feel like the main character because you start to lose the thread of what's actually happening and what is in her head. And it's just it's a it's a fucking beautiful movie. I can't recommend it enough. It's available on Shutter. Uh watch it right away. Even if I'd say this is one I know I said this probably about Paprika too. But this is one of those like you don't have to like anime to like this movie. Like it's not really even like tropey. It's it's yeah. per- aside from the the main character being an idol singer. Like I mean, you can relate to what she's going because really, yeah, just pretend perfect. she's a ballet dancer. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Darren Aronofsky wanted to make Perfect Blue into a film. Uh, they wouldn't give him the rights, so he basically just ripped it off and made. He said, "I'm going to make my own orphanage with blackjack and hookers." Yeah, so fuck, fuck. <laughs> if you forgot, fuck Darren Aronofsky. He's a fucking prick. Um. Anyway, uh, I watched that. It was excellent. Uh, since we're talking about shows, I am full weed mode again. As we all know, I've been talking about it over the last few months. Uh, I, now I've been trying to catch up to shows that people have been crowing at me about for years now. So I watched about 15 episodes of Demon Slayer, which is on Netflix. Um, pretty good show. 
I don't like the art style. I really don't like the character designs. I feel like if the character designs look different, I'd be more into the show, but it's still pretty good. I'd is recommend that the one it. With the, is, it, is, it, is it that or Goblin? Which one am I thinking of with like the, no the, idea. <laughs> like the big, like the dude, like the big night thing. We can only see like his one glowing red eye. No, that, I think mm, okay. you're thinking of Berserk. That, nope. I, I don't know. God, can, you get, can you get Paranoia Agent on the Plex, the Satoshi Kone show? I've been trying to find a fucking torrent for that forever. So I am, to answer your question, I am trying. Because okay. I haven't seen it either, and I really want to watch it. Um, the thing about De- Demon Slayer, and, and it's not what you're talking about, guys, because Demon Slayer is takes place in feudal Japan. Mm. Um, and it's about this character. And this is, again, this going back to what we were talking about earlier. This is a shonen show because it's about this character. Uh, Tajin, I think is his name. Tarjin, I can't remember now. But anyway, he is like this kind of like good at everything kid, and he's a good-hearted young lad. And Mm -hmm. he basically comes back to his house, and demons have wiped out his whole family. And Mm -hmm. in this in this continuity, demons they basically sound like vampires. Demons eat people, and if demons, if you're exposed as a human to demon blood, you turn into a demon. So anyway, so his whole family's wiped out. His sister is exposed to demon blood. And he's trying to, before he understands what happens, he's trying to rescue her. But then they're intercepted by a demon slayer, like a samurai guy. And he fights to save his sister's life. He he ends up letting, the, the, the demon hunter guy lets him and his sister go. Because he he thinks that like he's trying to hold uh, out this this chance that he'll be able to like change her back into human because apparently there's rumors that demons have that magic. Anyway, he goes to like this trainer that to train him to be a demon hunter, and I've kind of that's kind of where I'm at. But it's pretty interesting. Like I said, the animation's really good. Um, but again, I just I I don't really like it, the the. To use a anime term, the like art style is kind of chibi, like they're kind of cute characters, and I don't really care for that. But I, the story is pretty good. I again, I'd recommend it. Each episode is only twenty minutes long. It's on Netflix. It's they have both the dubbed and subtitled version. If you don't want to read, but I don't know. Yeah, I got a, I got a suggestion for a show for you that's on Amazon. I think Alec and Gog might yeah. like it too. Is called Made in Abyss. It's about this girl. It's an explorer that like goes oh, it's to find awesome her mom. anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Yeah, it. that's what made me think of it. It's really good. Like, it's really, awesome. like, touching. Yeah. It's very popular, too. It's, like, one of the, the... It's a big show right now. Yeah. Uh, It's very good. I didn't know it was on Amazon. Yeah. Um, I will watch it again. Um, I will. Uh, I will. <laughs> it's so bad we're so deep into Simpsons shit. You oh. can just say, I will, and everybody immediately, know, like, had that picture oh. in their oh, head. 100%. Uh, so yeah, Demon Slayer is pretty cool. Uh, and I watched for some reason because I felt like I needed to watch another movie. I I can't even. I I was on Amazon and I was trying to find something that was just around an hour and a half long. Mm. And my remote stopped at the RoboCop remake. Mm, why? And I watched it. And the whole thing, huh? I watched the whole damn thing. <laughs> now, to be fair, I was in Alec through a, a pretty big chunk of the to movie. I was texting you, I was looking at TikTok. I mean, I was it was on, I wasn't yeah. quite a hundred percent paying attention to it. Uh, I didn't need to, it's really boring and it's really bad. Um, yeah. whoever came up with the idea, <laughs> um, whoever it's came, like you know how Robocop has things on its mind, don't do that. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, first and foremost, right? Like, like maybe if you're an idiot and you watch RoboCop and you didn't like, because that movie is also not subtle with its messaging. No. But it, mm-hmm. it's a satire at its core. Like, it's about, like, you know, society. Yeah, you know, Paul Verhoeven, the king of subtlety. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, nuance. let's make, let's make a <laughs> RoboCop movie, but, like, take all that out and decide to make it, and I was telling Sean, like, this is a very, like, early 2000s, like, post-9-11 fucking movie, because the whole fucking movie is about fucking, you know, Homeland Security, ostensibly, and, like, the Patriot Act, and but it's still weirdly pro soldier and these, shit. Like yeah. it's very like these are things muddled. I don't want to listen to in a fucking RoboCop movie. Yeah. And like, also, it doesn't work. Also, like Joel Cinnamon is in the movie. He's fucking terrible. Um, Joel Cinnamon is way too human after he turns into RoboCop. Like he's still... just like Barry Pepper. Yeah, that's where I was talking about Peter Weller. Like, yeah, he the like I was talking to Sean and like. I also will totally admit that, you know, I, I've said this about a bunch of remakes, that there's some remakes where I'm not precious about the original, so, like, do whatever you want, right? I am very precious about RoboCop. I well, yeah, because it's one of the best movies ever made. I think hey, it's yeah, under, underrated as yeah. a movie. Like, I think it's a legit, like, fantastic film, and I love it to death. And there's a lot going on to it, that I think that's why. And to strip everything out of it, and, like, you know, also, the decision to make it a PG-13 movie, oh, I guess it, I understand, but, like, is baffling at the same time. bloodless, and it's just so bland. And the thing is, what I, what I was going to say is that, you know, when, in the original RoboCop, when Peter Weller becomes RoboCop, he is, like, a whole nother being. He's a whole nother, he's, like, the whole point of that movie, or not the whole point, but that whole point of that character is he has elements of his humanity. But, like, you're, like, trying to figure out how much of Murphy is still in there. And it's it, it's 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 pretty cool, you know what I mean? And in this movie, he just, like, he turns into RoboCop, and he still just talks like a normal person. And he's, like, reacting to things like a normal... It's like, wh- what's the fucking point? And then the fucking plot element is the fucking uh, Omnicorp, or whatever the fucking name was. OCP. Yeah, what's, what's o- the O stand for that? Is it Omni? Omni consumer product. Omni consumer I, was, product. I was right. I was right. So, so basically, they like they basically trick him to thinking he's in control, so he's more of a robot. But again, it's just like, what am I Why? watching? And yeah. like, it's so bad. And not only is the storyline dog shit, but like the, everything is lazy. Like the RoboCop design itself is lazy, and the plot is lazy, and it's just. It's like the, there's no real action in the movie. The movie is very too flat. slick, though, yeah, and it, Wood Harris is like totally wasted in the movie. Well, the whole cast is wasted. You got Gary Oldman in this movie. You got yeah. Michael Keaton in this movie. Samuel Jackson is woefully miscast. I don't there's understand Bill O'Reilly. What he was? Di- yeah, that's exactly what he is. Yeah. Also, like the end of this movie, like is like well. You know, some of you people think if if you if if the America ha- uses drones in foreign countries, that makes us just as bad as the terrorists. Well, I'm here to tell you that America is the greatest country known to man. Roll credits. Like, what am I watching? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, Sean it's, said it's, it. He's totally right. <laughs> this movie feels like, and I, I love this so much. It feels like Rachel Maddow wrote this screenplay because it is the <laughs> shit Libby's take of every bullshit. And like, and again, like. 
the, the, know, the, the letterbox review should just be Robocop with a blue check mark next to it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a thing like, and it just reminded me of that time period where, you know, we didn't want to make comment, like, nobody wanted to make commentary about, you know, social oh, problems. Or if the movie like was that. made 10 years later, it would turn out that Vladimir Putin was controlling OCP the whole time. Yeah, and it's just it's just a weird it's a weird like uh, what's the word it's a weird like t- like snapshot of that yeah. time in our culture because it's just like it, it's like oh we need to make a satire about like you know the nanny state and stuff but we don't really dive into like the bigger issues with that like it's all these like surface level things and yeah uh, it's really bad it's just a really really bad misguided movie like I I don't know it, it's. It's it's I know that we've we here on the show have kind of gone back and forth on Joel Cinnamon. He's done some decent work. He's like great in Alter Carbon. Like I, I will say, say yeah. Like, Alter Carbon's really good. I thought he was really good in the Suicide Squad sequel. Yeah. I thought he, yeah, he's he, fun. He, he redeemed himself a lot in that movie. But man, in general, like I think of this Robocop movie, that weird Russian movie we watched, like with him and Tom Hardy. Passenger forty four or whatever, and you also was. kind of brought it up that uh, the director kind of got John Wood. Uh, what did, he made? What the Elite Squad? Like those oh, two yeah. fucking Brazilian movies that, that are a like, lot on their mind. Yeah, the Elite. I don't even agree with the politics of Elite Squad. Yeah, at least the first one. Like the first one basically is like, well, if you have drugs, you deserve to die. Yeah, it's like if uh, Dutarte wrote the movie. It, <laughs> like, but I mean, I love the movie because it's yeah. fucking intense as shit. The second one's even better. But like you hired that guy and you give you just give us this bland like like why Flanders, didn't you hire fucking script. like yeah M- McGee or something like I don't <laughs> I don't know it's really weird and like also the movie Dodds like, have you seen Elite Squad? Oh I, I was with God. yeah you have oh yeah we we, 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 no, we did I'm I thinking of City of God your, I watched it at your old <laughs> house. Yeah, I've watched Elite Squad. I did not watch City of God. Shit. I still need to watch Elite God. Would be something else. Dude, what about City of Gogs? And we follow <laughs> the Gogs crime family for thirty years. But it's like real just, French for some reason. Oh, yeah. Elite Gogs, where he's just the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. And it's just Skip Bayless arguing whether or not Gogs is elite for twenty minutes. No, uh, Elite Gogs. He's the he's the fourth member of the uh, the Young Bucks Kenny Omega team. <laughs> oh God, that'd be that's my favorite. That's my favorite iteration of all of those. Uh, Don't go biting CM Punk's arm or, <laughs> or dog or whatever. Uh, Gogs, watch City of God. It's it's a fucking cinematic masterpiece. Uh, mm. It's it's fantastic. It's really really good. That movie literally like. That had one of the biggest shocking moments that I've ever seen in a movie, and it was like during the credits when they're like, "Hey, all this really happened," and you're like, "What?" Like it blew my fucking mind. Not to be confused with Children of God, the that, the Shen Yue movie. Uh, yeah, there's a yeah, Children of God. Wait, is Children of Man? No, or, Children of Men is the Gerard. What's the one that uh the French movie is that the guy made Alien Four made it. Oh, uh, city! Oh, city! city of, lost children. City, city lost children. children. There we go. Okay. That movie rocks too. Yeah, that movie's. Dope. I love that movie <laughs> in a real weird way. It sucks that that guy made such a shitty Alien movie because he's so visually awesome, and then he made yeah. Alien Four. Anyway, not his fault. All right, let's get in. Let's talk about Penitentiary Three. <laughs> uh, already, <laughs> damn. Uh, Gogs, what happened in Penitentiary Three? <laughs> <laughs> 
can I? I just want to interrupt real quick. I, well, you're just going to interrupt the whole time, so why don't we just let's go? I, 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 I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard. I really, well, first and foremost, I really wish that all of us were in the same room watching this movie. Yeah, this one's um, a banger for sure. Secondly, I don't know if I have laughed so fucking hard. So this movie starts fast, and all well, of a sudden, no credits like, or anything. Yeah. And no, I thought I thought the YouTube was wrong because it yeah, just in a fight. I'm like, so, what? There's a line where it's like, you picked a good time to murder somebody because we got a boxing <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Dude, all right, yeah, all right, let's get it. Let's get into it. All right, so in the uh, paddy wagon on the way to jail, he's got what? a saxophone. They let him take a saxophone on the fucking bus to prison. Yeah, I don't know. This might be the only movie from the eighties where the sexy sax music was diegetic. It was, yeah. <laughs> and it never stops. No. no. So, all right. So all here right. we go. I got. I got a pee. So I won't interrupt you for like. Five okay. Seconds. So uh, Gorman Galobus presents because this actually is a, a canon. I think film. this is the only of the three that is a canon movie, I believe. So the movie opens to uh, in media res. We are in the middle of a boxing match between uh, not Harry Belafonte and some other guy. And, oh, uh, this dude looks exactly like a perfect mix of Sugar Ray Leonard and Smokey Robinson. Like, that yeah. is the guy's aesthetic. So, uh, Jimmy Too Sweet Jones, or whatever his name is, uh, ends up pulling a butch from uh, Pulp Fiction and murders his best friend in the ring after he was dosed with Terrigen Mist by a corner <laughs> man. Uh, what is the and, name of the drug? Do you remember? It has something oh, it's like Xanther Hall or Speedledoo <laughs> or something. It's some dumb name, but and like, more about that. Like he, it isn't even like he just punches him and he dies. He like leans through the ropes. It sends him into a full-blown berserker rage. <laughs> like he can't stop his bloodlust, which also gets reflected upon later in the film. Um, so now... Uh, uh, he's been sent to fight prison, thankfully, because and he's on the bus to fight prison with saxophone Steve and I murder my wife Mark, and that guy can't stop talking about how he murders his wife and why he murders his wife. He's like the and, reverse Andy Dufresne. Yeah, he's like I can't. Wait. He's the guy. He's the guy that got Andy Dufresne framed up. Like he's the guy who's just like I can't wait to get back out there and murder more bankers' wives. So, uh. So they're all on the bus and they go, hey, and that's where this line gets dropped of you picked a good time to kill somebody because you're going to go to fight club prison where the (laughs) warden runs a fight club. But also uh, this guy who's not uh, Rutger Hauer from Blade Runner runs a fight club and they both run the fight club together and you can't make eye contact with Rutger Hauer. Um, And this guy is also like a villain from a direct to video Blade sequel. Like, yeah, he what? is just he is just arch and femme and femme arch. Uh, so now they get and uh, his name <laughs> is Serengeti. Serengeti, that's right. He's named after you know a region in Africa. Was, you know what else he was in? General what? Hospital. Please tell me he was in UHF. He plays the crazy like uh, technician. No shit. No way. The goat that turns out to be an alien at the end and he flies away to his home. Oh, planet. yes. Holy shit. That's, That's awesome. Hilarious. Also, could have happened in this movie, would not have right. been weird at all. 
Yeah, this, um, this movie felt like fucking the first season of Lucha Underground. Like <laughs> anything could have happened in this fucking show or movie. So now, so now, Sugar can we too briefly sweet Jones. touch on how the warden is just wearing prison guard outfit? Like he's the warden is just one of the people, man. Like he's just <laughs> out here <laughs> in the mix, and he doesn't have any control over any. And he's gotten in. It comes out later that he's gotten in bad debt with one of his prisoners like oh like, he's in like michael jordan territory gambling like, Getty, like owns his ass and balls and yet uh well he somehow he and, is somehow uh permissive and unaware of what's going on with serengeti because it's like we finally raided his cell at the end it's like wait a minute yeah, you yeah, could have done that the whole you time literally, you, have, you have all the legal power in the world to have done that for the majority of these 90 the, minutes, sir. The end, like the end, like two lines from him, or like we finally got enough to put him away. It's like, well, one, he's already. He is away. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's what? going to double jail. Yeah. <laughs> double secret probation. Um, so so they they approach so the warden approaches uh Sugarman and says, Hey, bro, will you join my boxing team? And he's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I killed my best friend in the ring. They're like, that's cool. How? And how, then how okay. how are there like in, in the longest yard, right? It's the prisoners versus the guards. And like I get that, but like why is this criminal allowed to have his own boxing team and for what purpose? And right. like why? And then they're allowed to like arrange like conjugal visits slash fight tournaments with the ladies' prison uh, next oh, door. More more about that later. Oh, yeah. More about god. that later. Oh my so, god. So uh <laughs> Sugar Tits says, no, I ain't going to do it. And then the, the warden's like, all right, that's cool. But then uh, Serengeti summons him. And he's like, you're going to do it for me. And he's like, I, he, and then he, he looked him in the eye and then people got offended. And he then, brings him to his cell in the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks. Like yes. he has a full ass red velvet curtain <laughs> surrounding his, his, fuck, his fuck dimension or whatever he lives in. Yeah. And he's got like a late, he's got women just in there. And I presume that they're actual women. Well, no, that's um, well. Here's here. Okay, so narratively, it is a trans person. In reality, it is the American Gladiator Zap from the original American Gladiator. So it is an actual zap. woman, actual a woman, man, but canonically trans. Woman. Correct. Okay. So uh, I know, he's like, like uh, last week with uh, the 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 girl or the the. Feminine male, uh, or feminine, uh, male, uh, what's it, the, the one of the four wins or whatever oh. in Riccio, remember? Also, um, yeah. let, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. This movie is the undisputed heavyweight champion of ADR, and like, ADR, oh, it's, ADR it's like the entire movie fuck. is ADR from another dimension. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> yeah, this was this was this was this was ADR by like. Yeah, it was, it was. I can't. I don't even have any telegraph. It's like, anyway, it's like they eighty yard it without watching the movie. They were like, it, it, it's it like, was like bad a microphone reading. in the movie. It's like they just shot it all and just eighty yard the entire thing like in post. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure out the plot. In <laughs> um. So, okay. So now Sugar Jones says I ain't gonna do it, and then everybody's like, well, maybe you're gonna have to, and then somehow using his prison powers. Uh, Serengeti unleashes um, well first of all you're introduced to Thud the maniacal genital destroying dwarf uh, as he uh, feasts upon the genitals of uh, anti-Andy Dufresne also pause um, he if I understand this movie correctly which I don't 
Um, yes. He is to be unleashed by two other prisoners to soften up Two Sweet's butthole yes, for them to enter correct. him. Is that am, yeah. I, am I reading that correctly? Well, I thought he was unleashed of... by guards that were on the take that allowed him to be unleashed. There, but there, then well, there's there, like like an asshole vanguard unit, yeah. like. <laughs> Oh, but he oh. goes in there, but he also removes your genitals and flushes them down the toilet. That if I followed the movie correctly. So there is like a hilarious like trope of bad screenwriting here that kills me. Where one guy says something like very specific, where he's like, "This guy goes after your manhood," and then three other different people use almost the exact same phrase, and it's like he just copied. It's like so weird. <laughs> It's such a very specific, it's like, then your manhood goes away. And it's like, it's like in Pootie Tang, where like, it's clubs hard to get in. Air can't even get in here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to get yeah, into. Yeah, it's hard to get into, too. Why wouldn't somebody just be like, and your dick, you know, like use some <laughs> other turn of phrase. It's so weird to hear it like three times in a row from three different characters. It's great. I love it. Well, well you know, the ADR, they just put it on repeat. Um, oh, this is also a very dick trauma heavy film, like, oh, which yeah. we haven't had in a while. Oh, and I'm just going to put it on Front Street that sh- this is the closest that we've ever gotten to watch full on like gay porn. Like this is a yeah. gay fetish movie, like a hundred percent. Like this is more of a gay fetish closer, movie than closer than and cruising. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's like so gay. <laughs> okay. I mean, like the end fight, they're all oiled up and they're in basically like jock straps. <laughs> <laughs> they're like in SM jock straps, also sexy saxophone, full like like let's put it on front street here. Uh this dwarf attempts to face fuck this guy to death um while sexy saxophone music plays as he growls in a cloud of crack smoke. Yes. Um, also, also, it is important to note that when Sean says that that the little person growls, it's not like a human growl. It's not like you. No, it sounds. Like, it's literally like a weird, like like ogre, like a like ghoulies. It, He's yeah. like a ghoulies. <laughs> yeah, it sounds. It sounds like you unleashed a dog into the set, and then you find out he that it turns that out that just him. a regular old little person. Patient man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or possibly more on that later. We'll circle back that to what his yeah. arc. No, just, he so, definitely yeah. hates him because he put, speaks like French. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like Jamaican, I think. No, he's Haitian. Oh, he is Haitian. His his <laughs> wrestling name is the Haiti Kid. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Oh well, there we go. Oh, you mean in real life? Well, in real life wrestling. Well, I don't think. Well, really, I'm pretty sure that that wasn't his real voice throughout the end of this movie. I think they dubbed him over. <laughs> Well, so, so anyway, anyway, hold on. Anyway, put, put, put a pin. Hold on, guys. Put a pin in him sounding like a demon dog, <laughs> because later on in the film, you're in for a treat. That's all I got. So say. later on. So so anyway. So this fight the scene, mom, with- the, the wife, the wife murderer gets his dick ripped off and maybe his face fucked to pieces. And then yeah. they try and do the same thing to Sugar Jones and he fights back. He beats thud to, to almost to death i thought he was killed but he wasn't he came back to life and like he almost like bit someone's nose off into the prison door also this scene legitimately goes oh. on for eight minutes it goes on for it, 10 minutes of just is, like them fighting longer. in an eight by eight box this that is we can't than, see like, the, the they it's live. like they live yeah, yeah. it's amazing and it's the the third longest fight scene in the movie i believe <laughs> 
So so now Thud's been dethudified, and now they're both going down to the hole where they're going to get electrocuted. So supposedly Sugar Sweetness is going to get electrified, and that's what they did to Thud. But then his friend gets to go down there and visit them. It's like, you got to train me, and they'll stop shocking you to death, and I fight for the Warden's team. So like, okay. And he said, I the- didn't even get to finish my orange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. There's a weird. Yeah. There's also some oh, weird. Fruit we, we we totally glossed over when um uh Midnight Thud finally wrestles Too Sweet down and starts to French kiss him. Yeah. yeah. And he's also under his mattress trying to eat an orange. And yeah, where did he get all this citrus? By the way. Yeah. Um. Well, so now, his prisons in Florida. Yeah. Well, it had to be with this yeah. plot. So now. Uh, <laughs> So there now, now everyone's getting electrocuted supposedly well, is, between the electrocutions. Yeah. Is this where the rats are crawling on him and he starts smoking crack to get them yes. to stop? Okay. Yes. So the so Thud is smoking crack and Sugar Jones is getting electrocuted then through the power of friendship we unelectrocute or uncrackify Thud's brain somehow. I kind of lost the thread there for a minute, but now Sugar Jones <laughs> is training uh his buddy, I'm just going to call him Steve uh, and then Steve's going to like go win one for the warden because he's like in the top tier of this single elimination prison boxing tournament. <laughs> Steve uh, is the ogre to uh, two sweets Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. In that is Board. correct. Very adept. That is correct. Adept, so uh, then so then Serengeti's Bolo Young just kicks the ever-living dick out of Steve. So now Steve has to be avenged by Sugar Sweetness. Well, can, can we but talk now about you my get... favorite scene in the movie where um, the Bolo Young character asks everybody if they're enjoying their outfits? And yeah. <laughs> like five seconds after he asks, there's this weird ADR. It's like, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking movie. So then, so then uh, Sugar Jones says, all right, I need to get trained up. Hey, crack addled. A feral midget. Can you oh, make me better ask. at this? The, huh? the, he doesn't ask. Uh, the midget decides to train him, and this By is smashing where smashing a door into his privates <laughs> for a better part of fifteen minutes. You totally guts. glossed over the fact that this is where actual magic is introduced into the movie. Like before, it was just heightened reality. Now we've got magic, yeah, and the magic is great. stored. He said two inches below the navel, which would put it in the mons pubis directly. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's where magic comes from. Just, just yeah. And Gogs or whoever said it is right. His training consists of having a door, the edge of the door slammed like a, into like, his like penis. A boiler room, like a heavy fireproof <laughs> iron like door. door. It was like a portcullis from a castle. Like just it slammed just, right into his cock one thousand times, just I mean, over and over guts, and over. Guts. Yeah, so, and he just, he's just screaming guts over, like. It, it's it's like uh, it's it's insane. It's like uh, listening to a fucking berserk podcast. Like it's crazy. <laughs> so then, so then he's so now uh, the protagonist has to fight stunning Steve Austin, who is the Serengeti's lead boy, uh, and he doesn't want to do it the weird way. But Serengeti's like, no, you're gonna you're gonna get them all zooted up if you have to. Yeah. He's so gonna, the the nominal boxing rules have been suspended for this fight. Oh yeah. Now bout. it's a free for all. Like go bananas. So like Sugar Jones like 
is fighting him and kicking his ass, and he gets him in like an arm bar or something. Gets him in some sort of like oh, he's leg like, lock he's choke. Like a, he's like a chokehold, yeah. But then he like he like unlocks it, like he doesn't want to see this all the way through because well, he doesn't want to kill again. Well, no, you yeah, you 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 skipped. Uh, this had I well, another great fucking line in this movie where. You know, the, the, the little person that's trying to train him is like, you didn't do that. It was the drugs that made you do it. And he's like, drugs, drugs can't make you do something you didn't already didn't want to do or something. It's like, what? Yeah, no, it, un- it unleashes what's inside. Right. So the ter- like- when he took, when he got dosed with the Terrigen mist, it just unleashed <laughs> the nastiness inside Wait, of him. Hold on a second. Did we skip over when he was banging that lady for like a- Oh, no, oh, that's well, right. Because well, we when, yeah, when his boy is um, getting... His the boy's getting fucked up in the ring. Yeah. yeah. His boy's getting fucked up in the ring. The ladies' prison championship lady yeah. is getting to fuck him, which was her prize. Yeah. Well, uh, they were like, oh, we forgot. We didn't realize how incredibly queer this movie was. So we right. got to de gay it for like a second. Also, yeah. um, real quick, uh, we glossed over the introduction and incredibly bizarre resolution of the women's boxing championship. The yeah. two for unknown women fighters. <laughs> where they just sort of showed up. They sort of showed up and they sort of started fighting and then they sort of just started kissing, which is yeah. how I think real boxing and, matches and somebody, should go. I think someone was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's but like early this strike. is tennis. What's the one where the chicks wheel on each other? Boxy boxing. So then, okay. So now, oh, also, I forgot that Sugar Jones or whatever got his buddy's uh, robe for luck, and I was like, "Why do you want to wear that? That guy got the shit kicked out of him. That's the least lucky robe possible." Oh, yeah. also, that guy died, right? Like, it's weird that they didn't like you know he didn't die. Didn't no, he? because. It- I thought he was, he's either alive or he is a ghost they can communicate with because he's like, tell uh, saxophone Randy that well, his I, robe did its they, job or whatever. They tell, but it seemed like, it seemed like they either edited it or forgot to put it in there because like, not addressed. Well, he gives him the, the, it seems like when they give him the, his buddy's robe, it's like, oh, he died, but I'm not telling Sugar Ray Leonard or whatever that. And then at the uh, end, okay. it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's what it felt like to me. And it was going to be revealed that he he died, but they they just left it. I mean, Real I missing, I guess. I guess he didn't. I don't know. But so anyway, he... we're we're through this final fight, and they're doing all their dumb shit. And then uh, Steve Austin realizes he's losing, so oh, he and, gets and dosed just, with Terrigen Mist. He's like a Magnum TA. That's yeah. that's what that also, was my read. Point of reference: If you're fucking over forty, uh, if you've ever played the game Pit Fighter. That's it. That's what this looked like. And graphics yeah. is the same way. I Pit mean, Fighter yesterday. I've got the Midway collection. That game yeah. sucks. Yeah, that terrible. game does suck. I don't know how you have a fighting game with two joysticks. Um. <laughs> so now, so then, uh, through through just the worst corner man coaching possible or best, uh, he uh, <laughs> the, our protagonist prevails. It's like this is going to be a really weird reference, but uh, the Haiti kid is saying get, get up too sweet in the same way that Josh Flavia is yelling do Tyson, Mike Tyson to Diego Sanchez as he's getting his brains beat in. <laughs> Dude, it's so but like I, I think we've already addressed the ADR, but I can't stress enough how loud the ADR is louder than like anything else at the last like twenty minutes of this movie. Like all you can hear is the crowd noise. It's the so sound weird. mixing 
is fucking insane because like the the foley effect of the punch and swing which i don't know what that is like if you had isolated that sound i'd be like i don't know what that's supposed to be it's right. louder than when they actually hit each other right. <laughs> yeah this yeah and then like there's a weird guitar riff that starts and i thought i was gonna play a rap metal song i'm like is this rap metal did that exist then no what it was oh. was there's a weird guitar riff and people just yelling shit in adr over top of each other that yeah. sounds like the beginning of like a pod song yeah hmm. also uh we, we we skipped over it a little bit but there's a there's like a penitentiary theme song that's played once in this movie where it's like I've been doing time till 1989. Yeah, it was like they were checking years that we've been through. It's like, I won't get out. I won't see the sun till 2001. You might appreciate this. The guy that composed this music uh, composed all of the Bioshock music for every single Bioshock game. No way. Swear to God. Weird. Well, anywho. Ken will like this movie. So, the protagonist wins they expose the business. The warden gets control of the prison and says, I won't be in anyone's pocket anymore. He goes and he almost, he threatens to kill Serengeti. And then you find out sort of that this whole plot was Serengeti setting this up from Jump Street to give him the Terrigen Mist so he would kill his best friend to get him sent to fight prison so that yeah. all this could happen. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And um, then and then he, they're going to open up an investigation into the mist. And then that's... You didn't mention, uh, and I just, I know this fight goes on forever, and I know Go we're ahead. talking about this, and I'm sure Alex, like, please shut the fuck up, but I'm not going to. Uh, there's a part where he punches Two Sweet into a wall. Um, mm-hmm. Two Sweet's back is made of blood. Like, there is no other um, explanation for this. He hits the wall at terminal velocity, and it leaves a crucifix on the wall of his blood, and somebody in the crowd yells, Crucify him! <laughs> Yeah, this this movie is just wow. Um, and then that's it. They're gonna open investigation into Serengeti, even though he's already in prison. And they think that they can get too sweet a lawyer to get him out because he didn't murder on his own volition. And, and the warden has uh has licked his gambling, his insane gambling problem. Yeah, the warden's now off the gambling sauce, and <laughs> that is fucking penitentiary three. It is just a wild ride, to say the absolute least. Oh, job, God. You found a way to describe the indescribable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, thank God for YouTube, because if I had watched this at regular time, I would not have finished this movie. Oh, I can't Aww. believe it. Come on. I was, I was glued to the screen. I, I couldn't turn away. Oh boy. Has the lead actor done anything else? The other he, two penitentiary movies? Besides those guys. I don't know. Besides Wait, did he do wait the lead actors, but he's been that character's been locked up three times? Yes, bro. Also, the same guy wrote all three movies, so yeah. who knows what this arc actually is? I don't even want to know because it's not gonna live <laughs> up to it. Yeah. I, I noticed that in the beginning of the movie that the, like this was the director, it's like the director and writer of this movie. As it was like his production, his characters. So yeah, he, I was I kind of figured he did the other two, which is wild. <laughs> like they're calling he's this like, a, could... you know, I don't think his story <laughs> is complete. 
needs I need to send him back to prison again because he yeah. drank goofy juice and killed his friend. <laughs> so they're calling penitent they're calling penitentiary a black the original a black exploitation film. The original that's the original patently uh, false. And then no 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 they're saying the original penitentiary movie is a black exploitation oh. movie, not that it is the original the, black exploitation movie. Second the second penitentiary film from nineteen eighty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, had Ernie Hudson and Mr. T in it. Hell yeah. Hmm. This and Tony Cox, is... another short African-American man. This is what they, they doubled up black dwarves. Um, they doubled this, up. This is the, remember uh, the Predator being a pitch for Rocky or whatever, where Rocky goes to space or Rambo goes to space or whatever the fuck and fights an alien because they had no idea what to do with the character. That's this movie. Uh, yeah. I'm just uh, off this top, is... semi off topic, but the poster for Penitentiary Two is fucking sick. Oh, it's like, dope! It's really cool. I kind of want to order it. It's really awesome. This movie Boxer... is also like lost media somehow. There are no home releases, I think, except for maybe VHS and like some bootleg DVD. There's no Blu-ray, none of that shit. Yeah. Wow. Also, the the I um I have a hundred percent. Where's the camera? Oh, you can't see it. But I, when I was a kid, I definitely walked past this movie on, or I think I guess it was the first one with the boxer punching through the 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 bars. I definitely saw that on the VHS, like the video shelf, a million times. I never rented it. Probably at Little George's because Blockbuster hundred percent themselves for this. Uh, this is uh, man. I really so there's no like HD version of this. That is a shame. I want it so bad. Leon Isaac Kennedy uh, is still working. He just did. Uh, he's his, he's he's New York Ninja 2021. Oh, no, oh shit! No way. Who is New is York he... Ninja? He's the voice of Detective Jimmy Williams. That's oh, awesome. Fuck. Hell yeah! New that guy's Ninja. movie the podcast royalty. New York Ninja fucking <laughs> rules. I fucking love New York Ninja. That yeah. rocks. That tracks too. I mean, that's like right in line with this. I fucking this movie has a line. I shit you not. That is, uh, they call him severe because he (laughs) severely beats people's asses. That's an entire line. I don't remember seeing him. That was Danny Trejo. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, well, it's hard to see because it's like the second to last uh, sanctioned bout. <laughs> in there. Yeah. Oh man. What a movie. This movie. Raymond Kessler, Midnight Thud Jessup. It's on film. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely there's, on there's a, a boom mic in like half of a scene, <laughs> like that's just bouncing around the top corners. There's also some weird artifact. I don't know if it's a cigarette burn that's in the middle of a reel or they shot this on short ends or something. Where um the uh the Magnum TA character is talking in like a locker room and just this huge halo just bursts over his head for half a second. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I definitely noticed that too. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was comparing him to the Christ child. Uh, Oh shit. That makes sense. In this movie, that actually does make yeah, sense. Yeah, you like if you describe like I know Goggs did an admiral job uh, describing the plot of this movie, but if you describe the plot of this movie to someone outside of this show, you would be in an institution. Like no one would <laughs> let you fucking. Like, sure, Grandpa, let's go ahead. No, yeah. there's a black magic midget that teaches about. A- 
Yeah, he tries to break the death. Yeah, he unlocks the karate inside of him by smashing his penis in a cellar door (laughs) repeatedly. And it's not even like smashing it in the door. He's smashing his penis with the door. He's bisecting it the wrong way. There you go. Oh, boy. All right. Anything else before we get into five knuckle shuffles? feel like we're going to have a, a, an interesting uh, interesting scores here. A, a room full of interesting scores. Uh, I'm most interested to hear. Alex? Um, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. Like, I'll give it a six. Hell yeah. Hey, there we go. Like, I'm not going to forget this movie. Oh, no. it was definitely oh, helped. No. it was helped by the fact that I could watch it at one and a half times speed. After the first like three minutes of doing that, like you adjust to the like dialogue and everything, like your ears and eyes like get used to it, and that helps. That I only had to spend an hour watching it. Um, but then when I watched football, football afterwards, I felt like everybody was going in slow motion. <laughs> You're, that's um, how Quicksilver feels all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, it's something else. It's uh I can't believe they made three of these. Yeah. I, I wonder if the And the, the director the like I didn't look him up, but he's got like a French name. So maybe like a he, French prison boxing enthusiast. Or maybe he's Haitian. Because that that that's possible. Jama Franaka. Oh yeah, he is he's no, he's from Jackson, Mississippi. Hmm. Hmm. Just like Uggs. <laughs> mm. Just like Uggs. <laughs> he directed seven things. Three of them were penitentiary movies. Three of them were penitentiary movies. One of them was Street Wars. Um, that sounds awesome. It is. Oh, his real name is Walter Gordon, he is from Mississippi. I don't know why the name change will update when I find out. <laughs> Walter Gordon, the director. I like that. Oh, he's uh, dead now. Oh, he died R. like 10 years ago. R.I.P. He made a classic. At least one. I, I've never seen Street Wars or the other two penitentiary movies, but I am intrigued now. Uh, all right, so a six from Alec. Yeah, uh, uh, TJ. Fair. Uh, it's a it's a ten for me. Jesus Christ! I fucking love this this movie. First of all, this movie was so fucking insane and it, like hilarious. Like I I okay, we talk about how my commitment to movies like falters on bad movies. I I was my eyes were glued to the screen, and and it was like every every five seconds, like what other insane thing is going to happen in this movie, like. As soon as the movie starts, you get this boxing scene with no like preamble. It's just a guy beating another guy in a room that looks like they like rented out like half of a gym. They didn't like they didn't have the budget to rent out a whole gym. And there's like signs for Sweet and like you're I guess Sweet is like a well-known boxer. I guess like I don't know. And then like he's beating this other guy to death in like this weird like Wolverine Berserker rage. 
but everybody just like nobody steps up or like pulls him off of him like i'm not saying sweet's not a tough guy but like there's like you know corner men and other court like pull him away it's a prevent your guy from dying i don't <laughs> and then again my favorite line in the whole movie he's in the paddy wagon and the guy, the, the the saxophone player is like, "Man, you picked a good time to come here. We got a boxing tournament." <laughs> Apparently, in Penitentiary Two, he before he went back to prison, he had won his parole in another prison boxing tournament. <laughs> also, some woman in one of the movies has a van called the Shaggin Wagon. Hell like, yeah. Oh god, I need to watch all of these now. Um but this movie is fucking hilarious. How am I not supposed to love a movie with a a a, a little person rapist wizard like <laughs> like what the fuck? And like the, the unbridled uh, audacity to introduce magic into <laughs> the third act of this prison boxing movie also, is <laughs> He he fucking he's introduced like he's this inhuman mo- well first he's of all like, he's like juxtaposition- Bla- he, he's like blaster from fucking yeah. Thunderdome yeah they 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 talk about him and it's like oh this guy's gonna fucking rip off his manhood and he's gonna flush his dick down a toilet and then it's this little person and you're like okay that, that's pretty funny and I mean you know credit where credits do he's jacked for a little person but then he like growls and barks like a dog so you think he's like a monster man. And then later on, he's like this. He's like Gandalf in prison. It's like, what the fuck is this movie? And then, like, okay, so that's just the surface. Can I just tag up on yours? Because I want to talk to you. I'm also going to give it a 10, of course. Uh, We didn't even talk about how, in the middle of the fight, as uh, Two Sweets getting beat down, um, Midnight Thud steps into the octagon to do a pose down with uh the villain and then he gets dwarf tossed and then he and his shirt is back on like he stopped oh. to put his shirt back oh. on before oh, he yeah. continued to cheer on I, this I also, is it, 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 we i i don't think we talked enough about serengeti but like yeah. there's a there's points in the movie where he like does this weird sort of jim gaffigan like self-talk where he's like what's happening what why are they doing that like what is what's that? fucking frank booth <laughs> Oh yeah, half of this movie is a David Lynch movie. To wit, like I know uh, you guys aren't like super familiar with Twin Peaks. It looks exactly like Twin Peaks in some of the shots. Like the video quality is identical, and the also, red room and like yeah, yeah. and yeah. the movie like this is I think somebody mentioned earlier benefits from how shitty this transfer is because you can't even see what's going on half the time. <laughs> it's just yeah. like you gotta guess. It's like yeah. black box theater. It's fucking nuts. It's like the perfect movie, the podcast movie. It's like if you're gonna be bad you better be confusing and it is insane (laughs) and really heartfelt like this isn't like insane it isn't incompetent like like in a um what's the sean michaels movie oh um uh, oh um, one of the marines wasn't it no 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 the one with uh uh stolen valor steve randizzi what the fuck was that movie we watched excuse me are you talking about are you talking (laughs) 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 justice farce or whatever yes oh yeah yeah, the farce awakens it's not incompetent like that jokester yeah it is incompetent in like like ways that can never be replicated and like but it's perfect like this movie yeah. is I, perfect i mean i i'm reminded <laughs> of 
of the fucking of the room, you know, which is a classic example of this. Like the room is funny because Tommy was so thought he was making like a, a masterpiece in cinema, right? Like he, yeah. he for some reason decided to shoot the whole thing on video and film at the same time. It, yeah. Even though it makes absolutely no that's what this movie does. It's like, well, we'll ADR shit that no one needs to hear. And like have like weird room ambient noise playing there, the whole time. There is a plot point where two gentlemen are talking about how one guy's wife is clearly cheating on him outside because he she has kids, yeah. and they send their uh, unbeknownst to us magical dwarf to soften up this boxer's butthole oh, while yeah. his his jazz cellmate is gone. Like, but still has his Miles Davis poster, which it, it just fucked me up the whole time we're looking at it. That Miles Davis poster is great. Those also, two men disappear from the movie. The uh, the first guy that gets his victim to uh, Little Thud or whatever his name is, I forgot yeah. already. The guy he's that like, can't stop talking about like, how he killed his wife. Like, like, I, I drowned her. I killed my wife. And then he's like, and I'm a used car salesman. Like, it's like, oh my god, like every like boomer. <laughs> Ugh, the 80s. <laughs> I, 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 and after all I, this I, growling and I, I shit you not again oh. this fight scene goes on for eight minutes there's ADR from three cells down they don't even bother cutting to interior of the cell they don't have time for that just some guy goes yeah this guy must be dead by now <laughs> <laughs> also like it's I mean you know it wouldn't be the 80s if you didn't have like weird gay panic because like uh, there's like it's not like ten minutes into the movie where it's like oh little thud's gonna get him and then his booty hole is mine <laughs> it's like Jesus it's not gay panic that's gay celebration <laughs> I will yeah <laughs> um uh yeah anyway uh Sean uh, any anything it's, else uh, no it's it's beautiful in its stupidity it. like it's it's solely it, it there's nothing else like this like. How the Canon uh, Electric Boogaloo documentary was not just a documentary of like two hours about whatever the fuck happened during the course of this movie. There are no second takes. Um, no, like, <laughs> it's all in the can. We got bro, it, bro. Yeah, it's all in camera effects. Like he, this poor dwarf man gets thrown at least a dozen times. There's like multiple power bombs. He gets thrown into the the cell, but like. It's the weakest looking throw and this weird smash cut and him just bashing face first into the cell. Um, there's a judo toss from the wrestler guy to uh, the dwarf that looked so real. Like I actually like cringed a little bit. Like it looked like uh, that Randy Orton flipping the guy into the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's movie. like one of my favorite wrestling things of all time. <laughs> it's so good. And that face he makes. Ooh, like, like, ooh. <laughs> Uh, this movie is like nanners. Like I, it's I. I don't. I cannot recommend this movie enough, but also not recommend it at all. Like I don't know. It, it's just, it's fucking nuts. Miss, do you like the outfits, Mister Serengeti? Got us. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool. Smash cut to whatever else is going on. <laughs> like this movie fucking kills. Uh, but that's all I got. TJ, are we? Are we yeah, we're do you concur? I, right. I, I fucking, I adored this movie. I, and I, I have said this every time when we come across these like super weird ass, like how does every like, you know, bad movie list, like how do people that love bad movies 
they don't talk about this movie because this is how like, did we watch a weirder movie than the story of Ricky consecutively? Like, right. how does that happen? I was thinking about that. Like, <laughs> this makes story of Ricky like look like it makes sense. Like, <laughs> like it has a coherent plot. It's like what the fuck? at least the superpowers are addressed immediately in the story of Ricky. I mean, to be fair, like penitentiary three feels like a fucking anime like yeah. it feels like story of ricky like the way it's constructed <laughs> it's kind of wild uh all right gogs well <clears throat> i'm gonna be in Al- i'm in camp alec but that six that i'm gonna give it makes this oh, a, a certified, certified good ass movie <laughs> <laughs> two sixes and two tens a certified good ass movie makes this I, I don't know what to do with this movie it is just i don't know too i would have it would have benefited if we were all sitting in the same room together uh that would have helped it was just like this movie was just all over the place and nowhere at once i don't know how to make heads or tails. I don't know what they were. I don't know how zooted up everyone must have been oh. the entire time making this movie. Oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like this movie just reeks of everyone just smoking cocaine. Well, this movie uh, exists outside of conscious thought the way you understand it. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, this is the, this, like, what's his name? Famika Jansen or whatever the director's name was took too much spice. Fam- he <laughs> saw beyond space and time sure, and, and made this movie. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm. I, I'm shocked there isn't a four. I guess we'll never get to see the like the rest of uh, yeah, Martin Too Sweet Gordon. Like, yeah, where like, do what, you go? Did, yeah, did, like I would like to see the. Pol- I would like to see. You know, here's what I want. I want the the courthouse procedural where they redo his case and then he gets free <laughs> and then he fights the judge to death. Gogs, um, how are you going to send him back to the farm after they've seen Penitentiary Three? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. Oh God! But that's uh that's it. Certified good ass movie, Penitentiary Three. What's next month, Alec? Happy E Honda E Honda Days. Is this this is all Jack all Street, Street Fighter movies. video game movies, video game movies. Oh, boy. ooh, ooh. Hmm, <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, well, well, somebody's got to bite the. Oh, we already watched Super Mario. Shit, we did. We actually, we it actually was better than I remember it. Hell yeah, it was. Speaking of weird fetish movies that we've watched on the show, yeah. Uh, anybody have ooh. off the bat? Ooh, I got one. It's go bad though. Too. Alec, you go first. Um, well, it's between two: either Street Fighter or the Sonic the Hedgehog. Didn't we review Street Fighter? I feel like we did. We reviewed one of them. We reviewed street. What do you mean one of them? There's, There's multiple only... Street Fighter movies. There's the Legend of Chun Li. We reviewed that one. No, we reviewed we reviewed that, and we reviewed the Van Damme one. Because the remember, Van Damme one, we it was a long time ago. Because remember, we dis- that's when we found out Bison Bucks, and they had the the weird je- uh, Bison had the weird John Wayne Gacy painting in his room for some reason. We we definitely yeah. reviewed Street Fighter. So what was the other yeah. one? Well, the other one was the new Sonic the Hedgehog. I'd be down to watch that. It came out a couple of years ago. I haven't seen that. I would not two, one, because there's two no, of them that are out. I haven't seen that. E- I haven't seen either one. So, Gogs, what, what's your pick? My my pick was going to be well. I have two now. One of them was going to be the Warcraft movie. 
Oh, oh. no. Yeah, oh, that's like, well, like, long. incredibly long. It's yeah. two. It's two hours and three minutes. Right. But that's the other one, that. and I didn't realize that this was a uh, a uh, uh, like just Google video games movies, video game movies. Excuse me, was Werewolves Within, which has got the one guy from Detroiters in it. What the fuck is? That? I didn't know that was a video game. It's an ad- it's an adaptation of a video game. Of like, what video uh, game? I think it's a Telltale game. I did want to see that movie. The Fable. The fable, the fable game, yeah, a video game by the same name by Red Storm Entertainment. Well, that's mm-hmm. not Telltale. No, Werewolves Within. It's a. Uh, it came out in 2016. It doesn't count because no one, no one's heard of the video game. So then, yeah. then, then, then I guess that. the Warcraft movie. Oh. No, you should pick that Werewolves. <laughs> no, it doesn't count. Nobody's heard of that fucking video game. So or we can watch you, Angry Birds. You never heard of it either. I never heard it's of it. It's a VR game for the Oculus Rift. Oh, see, exactly. It doesn't count. And PlayStation barely, VR, published by barely, Ubisoft. Well, next week we're watching Sonic anyway, so we're we're doing Alex pick. Ooh, we could we could do Two Birds One Stone with my pick. We watch Uncharted because that's also a 2022 movie. Oh, that that was going to be mine. So okay, then never mind. I'm, I'm I'm gonna finally bite the bullet and do Max Payne because we've been kicking that around. Oh man, this is gonna oh this is gonna I saw that in the theater. Did you oh, really? Oh yeah. my god! Gogs, didn't we? Hey man, watch... I've said it before, and I'll stick by it. That trailer for Max Payne was fucking awesome. It was the rules. Didn't we watch the Til- Timothy Elephant Hitman movie? We, we watched sure Hitman Forty Seven. Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna pull a triple audible. Look at this. Look at this offense. When it's my pick, Please we're gonna pick watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> no, we're gonna watch Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Rampage. Oh. oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that movie is long. It's longer than the Warcraft movie? Hour 47. Oh, perfect. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Sonic... I, I kind of wanted to pick Silent Hill, but it's just really boring. Like, you it's know, not. I think I might yeah. pick Silent Hill. I really don't want to watch that Uncharted movie at all. <laughs> like, I have no interest in watching that. At least there might be something interesting in that Silent Hill movie. I don't know. I, I got tiny sack offs in it. Well, you know, you know what happens when she's on the screen. <laughs> hey, Alec, what about Lawrence Maroney's deli? <laughs> I don't know. What, what would you call that? <laughs> I oh, Christopher Maloney's deli. No, it is. No. Uh, yeah. No. That that joke originated. We were watching the Patriots, and Lawrence Maroney was the running back for the Patriots. <laughs> the, the deli special, specializing in German meats. <laughs> Bologna, which is even the right. Uh, all right, so next week, Sonic. I've actually heard a lot. Isn't the uh, the the voice of Sonic? Get your fill in it, Corey Dillon's. I don't know. Like that's not bad. Okay, isn't the, isn't the voice of Sonic the guy that plays Jean Raffio from Yeah uh, Parks and Rec? I can't think of his real name. Yeah. Ben Schwartz, and it has yeah. uh, Cyclops. Cyclops, oh, yeah. and Jim Carrey. Yeah, it might be. I actually heard a lot of good things about it. So I yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm excited not to watch it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think the rest of the month is going to be horrendous. <laughs> it's going to be fucking well, brutal. If we like it, somebody can always audible and pick the second Sonic. Well, I'm trying to think. I was trying to think of like, I mean, I'm, Detective Pikachu. Like, and, I watched ooh. that. That's not bad. I like uh, that. I wouldn't movie. mind watching that. We should watch fucking um 
Oh, fuck. What is the un, the unlicensed Silent Hill movie possum? Yeah, that, that doesn't count. I would I would love to bend the rules, but <laughs> I, that's a great movie. Um, but anyway. All right. Well, that's the show. Uh, man, E-Honda. Happy E-Honda days. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really going to be a very happy birthday for Rex Banner. I'll tell you that much. I haven't I have, tasted your banana kaboom or whatever. Maybe I'll pick like one of the random Blood Rain sequels because I think they're oh, short God. and they'll probably. Oh, God. Those are, we didn't watch just, one of those. Just or do the post-tool. original. We watched one of the sequels. Yeah, oh, do the original if you're going to do any of them. We did watch one of the sequels, didn't we? It was a whole. Yeah. There's also it was like Dead the Old Alive. West, I thought. Oh, yeah, the Blood Dead Rain. Al- oh, that's a good one, Sean. I forgot about that. Oh, the original and there's like, Blood there's, Rain has Sir Ben Kingsley in it. Yeah, it's terrible. I believe there's a King of Fighters movie. Also. There's a there is a Tekken movie. I think it's a Japanese. no, no, no. I think there's a King of Fighters movie as well, and I oh. think Ray Park plays Rugal. Oh shit! All right, yeah. well, I need to do some more research, but anyway, okay. next week Sonic should All be right. interesting. Yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm it'll ease us into the fucking shit storm that follows. Well, we also got we got the Moles coming up. So that's Did true. We ever, Did we ever do Mortal Kombat Annihilation? No, we did. I just watched that on my own. We did regular Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Oh, we did the we did the no, HBO we did the, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we did the shitty one. <laughs> Didn't we do right? Oh, that's right. We did the fucking. Oh, that movie was terrible. Yeah, that, that was real bad. And that was disappointing too, because like the the promo trailer was so, was good. so yeah. good. And then it's like, all right, Cole, you're the main yeah. character. Like what? Cole. He has like like some it's like Grifter's real name or something. It's like that Cole actually, Cash. It's ridiculous that you remember that, but yeah, that is that is Grifter's real name. Uh, Why is that ridiculous? Right. I grew up in the nineties. I don't know. And okay. it, just Grifter remembering now. You know, Grifter. Well, do, do you want me to start telling you about the fucking Damonite War? Is that gonna <laughs> now? Are we getting ridiculous? You know that Grifter is part of the Batman extended family now because that's uh, how much so. I hate fucking comics. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, you know the drill. Eat your own Later, ass. Dude. It might not be Thanksgiving, but just go ahead and right. gobble down on your own ass. Mm. Cogs, you got anything to plug? Uh, just just make sure you just punch yourself right below the fucking belly button to unlock yeah. your chi. Just have, just have a small man just slam a door into your cock a million times. A million until, times. until you're finally a better fighter and avenge <laughs> yeah. the death of your friend. And you will get out of prison for the third time. Kaboom. <laughs> Due to boxing related circumstances. God damn it. Oh. All right. Everybody. Good night, folks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.